Hello, hello everyone, it's Kiara, and welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Rewatch. Okay, listen, I know I've been MIA lately, my social medias have been bare, I wasn't here for the last two weeks, but I promise you I'm going to be taking this a little bit more seriously now. I just had to take some time to myself and figure out a schedule and, you know, deal with some personal things. But I'm back now, and today we're going to talk about episode 5 of As Told by Ginger. Today's episode is titled Of Lice and Friends, and it was written by Emily Kapnick and Sheila Anthony. So today's episode begins with Ginger and everyone else in her grade in an assembly. They're in their cafeteria, which I thought was strange because they have a stage in their cafeteria. But then I remembered I used to have a stage in my cafeteria, and I can't remember if it was just middle school or elementary school, but definitely in either both or one of the two, I had a stage in my cafeteria. And I think that's so funny. Um... Anyways, the reason they're in an assembly is because they're going to pick the new announcement person. And this is just the person that's going to do like the morning announcements while everyone else is in class. And they announce that it's going to be Dodie. And she is so ecstatic. She is screaming. She's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I was picked. It was literally the luck of the draw, though. It's not like anyone voted or anything. The old announcement person, Chet, he put his hand in a bucket and he picked out her name. And that's how she got picked. But it's still a great honor for her, and she's taking it so seriously. Um, Ginger and Macy are, like, congratulating her when Courtney and Miranda come up. And they're wearing these matching outfits, which are so cute, by the way. Like, very clueless style, you know? They were adorable. Um, anyways, and Courtney... Courtney still doesn't know Dodie's name. She comes up to her and she's like, hey, Pody, I hope you're an improvement from Brett. And the person before Dodie, his name was Chet, not Brett. So Courtney just doesn't think it's relevant to learn anyone's names. All right, so we're going to cut to Carl real fast. It's after school, I'm guessing. And Hoodsie is walking over to Carl's doghouse. And he's telling him that he has to stay away from people because he has lice. Well, that defeats the purpose of staying away from people if you have lice and you come in person, Hoodsie. Come on now. Anyways, Carl finds out that Hoodsie is going to use the shampoo that's going to kill all of the lice. And he's like, no, I don't want them dead. So he decides to take a couple of samples. He literally combs through his friend's hair and combs the lice into a jar. And I think that is the grossest thing to happen in this episode, peeps. Because as we know, in every episode, there's always going to be something gross if Carl's involved. And so for this week, it was combing lice out of his friend's hair. But that leads us directly into the scheme of the week, because Carl is also always scheming. So this week's scheme is that Carl wants to start a lice circus. Yes, a lice circus. And Hoodsy points out that he needs money and like a tent and supplies and whatnot. And Carl is not concerned about any of that. I wish I could be that idealistic and just put myself out there. But he's also just so unrealistic about this. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get some rich investor to bankroll the entire thing. Like, yeah, Carl, come on. We come across those people all the time. But he immediately thinks of Blake, which I'd like to point out that Blake doesn't actually have any money. His parents do. And what makes you think that they're going to want to give him the money to bankroll this, Carl? You didn't think that far ahead, did you? But they're also in like elementary school, so mm, it pans out. Also, Carl doesn't even like Blake, so he's just using him for his money. 
Anyways, that's how his scheme starts off. And now we're going to cut back to the next day at school for Dodie, Ginger, and Macy. And Dodie is about to have her big break and do her morning announcements. Ginger and Macy come by the office and, you know, just check up on her and see how she's doing. And she's doing some like weird vocal warm-ups and she's taking this entirely too serious. She's taking this so serious that she's also started dressing like she's a reporter or at least that's the look that she's trying to go for I'm guessing but it comes off more like um wannabe politician and I just think that's so weird anyways uh Ginger and Macy they wish her luck and then they leave for class and before Dodie starts the morning announcements a lady walks into the office and her name is Miss Fleming and I know that's not important to any of y'all but it was hilarious watching this because I had a teacher named Miss Fleming in high school and I immediately got sucked back into this memory of being in her math class and I hated math, still do by the way, but she would always tell us some terrible advice. She would say that we need to study hard and make good grades and that's not the terrible part. The terrible part was that she said that if we didn't study hard and make good grades, we were going to go to community college and we were never going to reach six figures. And I understand that she was trying to be encouraging. Um, but she always said it in a way that if we didn't accomplish those things or like if we didn't make six figures and we went to community college that we were failures and that we were not going to go anywhere because we went to a community college and made below six figures. I hated that lesson. Um, it was just something that we laughed at back then. But now looking back on it, it's just like, yikes. And I only remember this memory because of As Told by Ginger saying the name is Fleming. And it just brought it all back with the vengeance. Anyways, Dodie asked the office lady, Miss Fleming, if she can tweak the morning announcements a little bit. And she really never should have said yes because Dodie goes overboard with this. She starts the morning announcements off okay. She's talking about how there's pudding stuck to the cafeteria ceiling and that students shouldn't sit under it. Um, side note. Our ceilings were pretty high, so I don't even know how they accomplished pudding, pudding, <laughs> pudding, pudding. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I don't even know how they accomplished having pudding on the ceiling. Um, but she continues on to say that the janitor's ladder is missing and someone should check the boy's bathroom. And I would think that if the janitor cleans the bathrooms daily, then he would see the ladder. So does he not clean them daily? Then that's just gross, especially a boy's bathroom in middle school. I'm getting sidetracked here. Okay, so things go a little sideways when she starts announcing things like uh, putting almost landing on Courtney Grippling's all cream ensemble. That's not what the morning announcements are for. This isn't a tabloid news segment, but of course, Courtney is like, oh my gosh, this girl's good. And I just thought it was absolutely ridiculous. So already we see Dodie misusing what the morning announcements are supposed to be for. And I don't understand why none of the adults took the mic at this point because they just let it escalate and get worse. Okay, so we're going to cut to Carl real fast. It's after school and he's trying to convince Blake to bankroll his whole lice circus project. But Blake lets him know that he won't be able to bankroll the project because he has his own project that he's trying to focus on right now. And his project is Colorful Flies. He wants to introduce food dye into like the maggots diet so that when they metamorphosize, they become colorful flies. And I just have to say wow to these children and their imaginations. Okay, so now we're going to cut back to Dodie and Ginger and everyone. And we're still setting the scene a little bit of what the rest of their plot is going to be about. So Dodie is doing the morning announcements and She's talking about their cafeteria lunchman and how he used to work in a prison. And then she gets a special report. And I'd like to pause real fast and say, before I move on too quickly, 
That's just as cavalier as she said it. I mean, like, why would the cafeteria person want to air out their past to a whole bunch of middle schoolers? Like, Dodie, you didn't think that maybe you shouldn't be reporting on this? All she had to say was that the guy was going to make something special this week. But no, she had to point out that he worked in a prison. I don't know why no one has still decided not to take the mic at this point. Y'all are in the office. Obviously, y'all hear what she's saying and no one cares. It's ridiculous. But anyways, she gets a special report and it says that there's been an outbreak of lice at Lucky Junior High and everyone's freaking out and they're like, oh my gosh. And everyone is going to be subjected to a mandatory lice checking. I don't think I had lice checkings in school. Mm, No, I don't remember that. We used to always get checked for scoliosis though. I do remember that being a thing. Anyways, continuing on. It's the next day and they find out that the nurse is not going to be able to do the lice checking because she's out sick. But then Dodie announces to the entire school that Ginger's mom is going to be doing the lice checking stuff. And oh, it's a big deal. It's embarrassing. Think back to middle school, peeps. You did not want your parents being around you. It was embarrassing. And everyone's laughing at Ginger and they're like, oh my gosh, Ginger's mom is going to be the knit nurse. And Ginger is so embarrassed and she's so mad at Dodie. She's like, you have to tell everyone that my mom was going to be checking everyone for lice. And Dodie doesn't see a problem with it. She's just like, I can't stop reporting the news just because it concerns a friend of mine. And Ginger is upset, obviously, because she's like, I can't tell Dodie anything anymore. It's just going to end up in the morning announcements. And that sucks because I think we can all remember a friend that we've had at some point in our lives that never knew how to keep information to themselves. Like, does anyone remember being in middle school and just having that one friend that could not keep things to themselves? And you're just like, I can't talk to this person. I just know it's going to be aired out to the entire school and everyone's going to be knowing my business. Okay, sorry that we have to cut off right here, but we do need to cut back to Carl. He's hanging in a tree in his backyard with Hootsie, and Hootsie obviously does not know the meaning of stay away from people. Anyways, they see Blake come and knock on like Carl's doghouse door, and Blake is inviting them to the grand opening of his maggots, and Carl's like, nah, we got our own business. And Carl has put like this little swing inside the jar that he has with the lice, and he's like, come check out these moneymakers, and he's trying to show off to Blake and prove to Blake that his idea is actually really good. And so he gets the jar and he's shaking it and he's like, come on, he's trying to make them do something, but his lice are dead. And Blake is just like, oh, my sympathies, but do come and see my maggot show. And he says it so uncaringly. And so Carl is upset that Blake has bested him and actually has the better idea. And so now he's like vowing vengeance, vengeance on nothing, just because Blake has the better idea and he's upset about it. Okay, now we're going to cut back to Lucky Junior High. It's the next day at school for them, and it starts off with Ginger, like, rushing out of the car, not wanting to be associated with her mom in any way. Her mom's like, wait, you got to show me where the nurse's office is. And Ginger's like, no, I can't right now. And she just keeps running. And so she's rushing inside the school, and she just hates that her mom is there, and she's going to be the one doing the lice checking, and it's just so embarrassing for her. But later in the day, when everyone is lining up to get their head checked, Miranda comes out, and she's like, yeah. I knew that would be perfect. And then Courtney goes in right after her and it turns out that Courtney has lice. And this is the show that taught me that really clean hair is what lice like. So all of that washing and scrubbing that Courtney had been doing, it was just making it easier for lice to get in her hair. And I was like, wow, 
TV does teach you things. I always remember the moments where TV taught me something because growing up, you would always hear that sitting around watching television wasn't going to teach you anything, but that's false. But anyways, Courtney is embarrassed and she's like, oh my gosh, my life is going to be over. And she's like, please, you can't tell anyone. And Lois is like, I would never violate our doctor patient confidentiality. So Courtney leaves and then the next person comes in and that's Ginger. And Ginger is free of lice. And then Lois lets it slip. She's like, thank God you have no lice because you've been hanging out with Courtney Rippling. And she's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just let that slip out. And so she makes Ginger swear that she's not going to tell anyone. And Ginger's like, of course. And that leads us to the climax of this episode because it's the next day at school for them and Dodie's about to do the morning announcements and she's upset that she doesn't have anything good to talk about, um, like any of the gossip. All she really has to do is talk about what the teachers and the administration has given her, but all she wants to do is keep flaring things up. So since she doesn't have anything like hot gossip to talk about, she goes snooping through the office drawers and then she finds the list of people that have lice and she sees Courtney Grippling's name on there and she knows it's going to be hot gossip. So she begins reading the list in alphabetical order and Courtney is like whispering to Ginger in class like, please, you got to stop her. She's your friend. And then Ginger has to tell her like, actually, no, we're not friends right now. And Courtney is like, please go. So Ginger runs out of the classroom runs to the office with all her might and unplugs the mic right before Dodie is about to say Courtney. And Dodie has the audacity to be mad at Ginger. And she's like, you ruined my big break. I can't believe you would do this. And Ginger's like ripping her a new one, I guess, because she's like, did you even think about how all these people would feel? You don't care about reporting the news. You just care about embarrassing people. And I've been saying reporting the news, but she's just the announcement person. All she has to do is talk about what the school's going to eat, if there's going to be a picture day or something. But no, she has taken this way too far. She's just been acting like she's a gossip columnist person, but with a microphone. Anyways, back to the show. Ginger and Dodie get into a big fight. And Dodie's like, we're not even friends anymore. And Ginger's like, we're not friends now. And then she slams the door. And I was like, oh, snap. Okay, and I know this is the worst moment, but yes, we're going to cut back to Carl real fast because he decides to sabotage Blake's maggots. He puts like a lamp in the trash can where Blake is keeping his maggots and that's just going to make them heat up faster and hatch into flies, I guess. And they do. So when Blake goes to check on them, he opens his trash can and all the maggots which are now flies, fly out. And he gets so upset. And then he sees Carl and Hoodsy like hanging on a tree and watching the whole thing play out. And he sees them laughing and he's like, why would you ruin this for me? I knew you had to play a part in it. And Carl's, he was just being petty at that point because he's upset that his idea didn't work out. All right. So yes, we're jumping back into Ginger's storyline now. And it's later that night at Ginger's house and Courtney stops by and she just wants to say thank you to Ginger for like sticking up for her and going to stop Dodie. And then she gives her a hug and Ginger immediately realizes that lice are probably on her hair now. And so she goes straight to the bathroom to scrub out all her hair. And then we see Lois come in and she's like, I've already checked and double checked you. You don't have to keep scrubbing your hair anymore. You're just going to go bald. And then Lois asks Ginger if she's made up and Ginger's like, how would you know I was in a fight? And Lois points out that she's a mother and she knows everything. And then she confesses how she actually knows that she heard them talking about it. And I realized that when we were younger, we did not care who was hearing our conversations when we were in like in the car. We would just be 
sitting in the back of the car talking about all of our gossip or on the bus even. And we were some loud mouths. And all of my friends and I would just sit there and talk about everything in our lives going on. So yeah, our parents knew everything because we were just providing them with the information. So anyways, this is when we get the best quote for today's episode. It's from Lois and it's when she's trying to tell Ginger to like forgive Dodie. So Lois says, people make mistakes, you know? even me and I'm your mother. And I loved this so much when I heard it. I was like, this is, this is going to be my best line. I don't know what it was. It's just like the way she says it and she's trying to be comforting and she's trying to just let her know that people make mistakes. It's like the music being played when she says it. It was just, it got to me. It was a great line. But this episode ends with Ginger calling Macy and Macy asks if it's just going to be the two of them. And then Macy gets a call from Dodie and she connects their calls so that Dodie can apologize. And Dodie eventually apologizes, but not without some help from Ginger, like prompting her to apologize. But they go back to being friends and it ends with all of them happy and laughing. And so in the end, it all worked out. Okay, so now we're at that part of the show where I talk about some themes and just some things that I've noticed. I would like to start off with the title because immediately I thought of a book that I read in high school titled Of Mice and Men, and it turns out that was a reference. Also, okay, so I also did notice that Darren appears in this episode, but he does not talk at all. He just makes facial expressions the entire time, and I feel cheated. <laughs> I like Darren as a character a lot, so I feel like we should have got more of him. Honestly, I can't wait until we do, and he becomes like an important character throughout the show. Also, the girls change clothes all the time, but we you see that Carl still doesn't change outfits a lot. And I just think that's for the benefit of showing that he's a gross child. <laughs> okay, so getting into themes a little bit though, I would say that the major theme for Ginger and her storyline is that people make mistakes. Lois said it best. And people just need to own up to them and apologize. I like that we got to hear it from the parent in the show, owning up to the fact that they make mistakes. Because we don't really hear that, or at least I didn't hear that from my parents growing up, where they would openly admit that they made a mistake and apologize to us, the children. It was always like, they're the parent, they're correct on everything. And one day you kind of just wake up and realize that your parents don't know everything. And they're not this vast knowledge source. And you kind of just realize one day that they're human too, and they're flawed. And I like that in this show, you get to see that and that Lois is raising her kids, like owning up to the fact that she's not perfect. It was just cool to see. And I really liked that lesson that they were trying to show to younger kids. Um, so yeah, it's all about if you make a mistake, own up to it, sincerely apologize. And it's not a real apology if you're going to be a repeat offender. So when you say you're sorry, you're doing your best not to make the same mistake again. Um, for Carl, his like theme for this episode is that sometimes people are better at you than things and that's okay. You don't need to be jealous of people for accomplishing something that you couldn't. And Carl sees Blake and he's upset about the fact that Blake's idea was a good idea and it was better than his. And sometimes that happens in life, Carl, but you shouldn't be mad at people. You should celebrate people for their accomplishments. That seems very basic of something to learn, but that's what I got out of this episode for Carl's storyline. Okay, now for Dodie, she should have realized that 
It's okay to take pride in your work. That's not the problem here. I mean, I think she took it a little too seriously with the way she dressed. And um, she started dressing like she was a politician and not like she was in middle school. Okay, I'm sorry. Real fast, I'm getting sidetracked here. But this was also something that I noticed. I recently watched the Lizzie McGuire movie. And the mean girl that Lizzie had this ongoing like rivalry with, I think her name was Kate. She also dressed like she was like a politician's wife or something. I I was like, why? You guys are in eighth grade. You just graduated eighth grade. Why are you dressed like this? Not that anything was wrong with it, but it was just peculiar for me because I remember me wearing my... Uh, okay, anyways, I'm getting sidetracked here. Okay, I feel like Dodie should have learned that it's okay to take pride in what you do. Like, focus on being really good at what you do, but just don't put people down trying to get to the top, trying to be the best. You don't put people down to get to your success. And I feel like that's what Dodie's whole announcement little stint was. She was just putting people down, embarrassing people to make herself seem good. In the end, she did realize that what she did wasn't right. And so she apologized to Ginger, but I feel like she should have also apologized to everyone else that she's embarrassed. So to wrap up, I guess, we did get some important life lessons from different characters. Um, people make mistakes, own up to them and apologize. Sometimes people are better than you and that's okay. You'll find what you're good at too. And don't tear people down to build up your success. Some solid advice, as told by Ginger. Well, that's wrapping up today's episode then. I don't normally do this at the end of each episode, but I would like to ask you guys to subscribe and please leave a review. It'd be so cool to see what you guys think about each episode. I don't care if it's bad, I just want an honest review. And so I guess there's really nothing left to say now. I'll see you guys next Saturday.